Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. everyone. Welcome back to the Creative Nectar podcast or welcome if it's your first time. We're glad that you're here. I'm Stephanie Gray. I'm your co-host. And I'm Jenny Hahn. Hi, everybody. So today we're going to talk about comparison despair. And I think maybe for the first couple seconds or minutes, we'll talk about what that is. Because when I went to Google it, I mean, I, I, I remember when I first heard it, but when I went to Google it, there's, it wasn't exactly comparison despair. So Jenny, do you want to talk about like the first time we've heard about it? Sure. Yes. Um, I can remember very vividly sitting around our table at the front of our creative nectar studio space in mission, Kansas, (laughs) our table that we named Craig. (laughs) (laughs) And we were sitting there with a group of painters. We had just done process painting with. And I remember in the conversation, somebody was talking about how they would compare themselves to others and then feel like they were less than or not good enough. And, and I remember she used the phrase comparison despair and it just stuck with me. I was like, Mm. Oh, like it has a ring to it, but also like, Oh yeah, that sums up like that feeling we can get you know, comparison is one thing, but, but to add like the additional self-judgment with it or not measuring up feelings. Um, yeah. Comparison despair. It's (laughs) It's so relatable too. I just, I think we all were like, Ooh, you know, because immediately (laughs) it just struck a chord for everyone. So yeah, yeah, that I have that memory as well. And I mean, I guessed that was just what it was called, but apparently not. Did you find anything that was similar? Well, I, you know, the phrase compare and despair is, is used Mm. oftentimes. And I think it originally came from, oh gosh, I cannot remember the author's name right now, but it was in a book. And, and since that time, I mean, it's used a lot. So I think in the, in the realm of psychology, I think it's a very relatable concept of just that, that feeling of judgment and of hopelessness of not measuring up is Mm. is really, I think, what it speaks to. Well, that is a big topic, and we are going to talk about that and how it works and is woven into creativity and the creative process and our own lives. So grab a beverage and let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if I could start off with a quote. Um, Mm. After talking about, you know, comparison despair, a quote that really sticks with me a lot, and I think it's been, it's been a quote that we've really used quite a bit at Nectar because it is so potent. It comes, it originates from a letter that the American dancer and choreographer Martha Graham had written to one of her students who was having comparison despair. And it's absolutely beautiful. This is just a snippet of what she wrote, but she she wrote, there is a vitality, a life force, 
and energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there's only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it out, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. The world will not have it. Mm. And that (laughs) is potent. That is potent. (laughs) Yeah. And I know we've, we've read that quote so many times, like at the end of a workshop, you know, as we're all kind of witnessing one another's creations and yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that today, Steph. I think that really speaks to the importance of, of not being stopped or stuck by our own self-judgments and feelings of not measuring up because then our uniqueness is is deprived. It is not shared with the world. And when I stop and think about if all the, the, the creators of the world did not let their uniqueness out, did not mm. share it with the world, I mean, even just to give an example of like the great masters, you know, thinking of like, I know that the uh, the painter Vincent Van Gogh, like he, yep. if he if he had emulated like the the popular salon artists at the of the time, you know, and stuck with the style that was popular, it's like we wouldn't have his vibrant paintings that the the those textural we wouldn't have any of that. No, it would be a watered down version of what he could offer to the world or could have offered to the world. Yes, right, hundred percent. So the same thing applies to each of us, I believe, that Mm. it takes courage to step out of the norm, to do things that, that, that are very unique to us, and yet that are our essence, letting that out into the world, even when it's not accepted, even when it's compared to others, or compared to what is popular, it it takes courage. And yet, I, I feel like that's what we're here for. Absolutely. I do too. And, and I'm glad we're having this conversation and, and I'm glad we're going to be sharing some of our own experiences because as somebody, so let's just talk about creative, the creative process or the process art, just in that realm alone, I can remember when I started and still to this day, I can have the comparison to spare because I I don't have art training. I have no formal training. And I remember when we first started, I was comparing myself to everyone. And that is why that quote that I shared is so powerful for me because that was like the antidote, right, of, mm. of that. But yeah, it's it is a sticky thing to get caught in in that comparison. Yeah, and I I too can remember stories in the studio and you know, you and I of course come at this kind of from opposite sides because I came to process painting after going through art school, you know, being a quote trained artist and yet then using you know, having to unlearn everything to kind of find what is true for me. And I can remember situations where with working with folks at our studio, uh, one woman in particular that would find such bliss in expressing and creating and, and just a smile on her face, but then sometimes would share, but I'm not a real artist. I'm not a real artist like the others in this room or like so-and-so. And the reason I'm sharing it is because I have always been so inspired by what has come through her. And just the innocence of it and the and the color and the beauty of it. And it's like we always 
We always compare ourselves. We always want what we don't have, right? Whether we're trained artists, whether we're not, it's like we see beauty and we see things, we find inspiration from each other's work. And that's not a bad thing. Inspiration alone can help excite us and, and, and get us moving, get us creating. It's when we apply that value judgment, I think, that it can get in the way, that it can block us. It's really that value judgment, the self-criticism, and feeling less than in some way. Absolutely. And, you know, this topic can be approached very similarly to a lot of the other topics when you lean in to whoever is doing the comparing, right? Or mm-hmm. like what specifically, what, like to really feel into what's going on, we are able to get curious and then explore more about ourselves. Like, oh, well, that's yes. really interesting. Just like the inner critic, you know, that is part of the inner critic or or maybe it's, maybe this comparison isn't really even me. Maybe it's my mother or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, to get curious in that way too, to lean in. Yeah, you read my mind stuff because I was even going <laughs> to mention, um, if you haven't listened to it, check out episode number five <laughs> where we talk <laughs> about the inner critic and getting curious about whose voice is that. and. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to watching our own self-talk. And this is bringing mindful awareness into our day-to-day experience of who whose thoughts are those. <laughs> when I look at a piece and I suddenly feel inferior based on what I see, whose thoughts are those that I'm playing in my head? Whose voice is that that is seeing it as less than? Mm, I love that. Mm. And, you know, as as you're speaking, it 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 reminds me that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to even be about the creative process. We can have that comparison despair when we're scrolling through, you know, social media. Oh my God, I know it's oh, big. Yeah. It's big for me <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, Same. yeah. And, Same. and we were talking about this off air, but the, um, the hustle culture is such a big deal now in the creative realms not in the creative realm, just wherever, right? The hustle culture is big. And for somebody like me who has chronic illness, I can't play in the, in the hustle culture. Like even if I wanted to, it is absolutely not possible for me. And there are times where, you know, I will lament like, what if I never would have gotten sick? Where would I be right now? You know, and even, Mm. you know, even looking to you and to other people I've, I've collaborated with, you know, like, and watching how you're growing and, and, and it's just such a beautiful thing. And watching myself go into that comparing and then really having to own that, you know what, stuff, you're still doing it. You are still mm. able to bring that voice, that spark that Martha was talking about, Martha Graham, um, bringing that into the world as I can. And nobody else will have that particular flavor because I have yes. all of the circumstances that I bring to the table. So, yeah, it, mm. I mean, just to anyone out there who's feeling like they they get that comparison despair when they're going through the internet or whatever we hear you we totally Mm. hear you oh my gosh yeah thank you Steph for sharing that and and you're right like with your unique circumstances yeah that might feel like a hindrance at times and yet 
It is the unique flavoring that you bring that others can relate to. And like, I can't bring to the table what you can bring. That is where the uniqueness comes in. That's where that vitality, that unique. Yeah. Mm. Well, everything that, that Martha, Martha Graham talked about, as you said, yeah, I, and I appreciate you speaking to that because it can be so easy to compare ourselves in that way. And I know I do it absolutely <laughs> on social media. And that's where sometimes it's good to limit. Like if we can bring that awareness, you know, if we're, if we're feeling great and we're feeling inspired by what others are doing, then by all means, keep scrolling, keep getting inspiration from that. But if there is that flavor of negativity or self-judgment then maybe it's time to put it down and to focus on oneself or do something else that does not involve that comparison. Absolutely. And just like we've talked about in probably almost every episode so far is to just like in process art is to take a minute and really feel into your body. Like, where am I feeling that? And, and you can always work from that space too. So you can bring it back around into that creative space and work with how that feels. Yes. Yes. I love it. I guess one other thing I just want to say, and we talked just very briefly about this, about inspiration, receiving inspiration from others. And yeah, I just want to speak to that, that the term inspiration comes from the Latin word inspiritus, which means basically to inflame or to breathe breath, breathe life into. Mm. And to me, that's a very different experience than the comparison despair. And both can involve looking at and looking for similarities and differences. So comparing alone is not necessarily a bad thing. It's where the judge, again, it's where the value judgment comes in. I just want to speak to that, that when we can approach things from a neutral perspective and just to receive, to receive from them, then we can be fed, we can be inspired by it and then move into our own creative action. To me, that's where I want to always be coming from. And, mm-hmm. and to notice the difference of, again, it's a very subtle thing, but notice if my mind is not there. Notice if the inner critic, the self-judgment is present. Then maybe pulling back and again, like you said, resourcing, coming back into my own body. But ideally, I think being in a place where we can receive inspiration, including from other people's work and what they're doing in the world, then that's a great thing. That's a positive thing. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you came back around on that because that is, that's a big deal because it is okay. It is perfectly natural to compare in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And to be nourished in that way. Yes. Yes. I mean, I can remember as a child when I was interested in art, that's exactly what I did was I studied other people, other artists. I copied, I copied Salvador Dali paintings. I drew Bart Simpson cartoons, you know, like, and so when we love something and we're wanting to learn it, you know, it's perfectly okay to really to study and compare and to copy even. And then of course, to take it in and let it become our own and let it empower and inspire and fuel our own unique expressions. Right. Yes. Okay, right. so I have I have a couple of writing prompts and I'll give both and then folks can figure out what they'd like to do. The first writing prompt is 
what qualities in myself do I feel are lacking? And so that's one of those things, like, as you are noticing, you can get clear about, okay, so what qualities are lacking right now? And then the other question is, what would it look like to embrace my unique self-expression? And that sort of gives Mm. you a chance to get curious about, well, what are my unique self-expressions, you know? So that's what I have. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love it. And, and what about you, Jenny? I, I think you had mentioned you had something planned or at least something, some sort of something. Yeah. I have a little something. (laughs) (laughs) I, so what I have is kind of a practice that weaves together, you know, mindfulness, awareness, and creative expression, but I'm calling it catch comparisons and counteract. So CCC for short, (laughs) catch comparisons and counteract. So the next time, and this can, this does not have to happen in the studio. This can be like the next time you're scrolling on your phone or whatever it is in life that you notice comparison despair arising. The practice is to stop, to stop whatever it is you're doing and to, to really notice that, to notice that there is the despair And then in that moment to come up with five things about yourself that are unique and wonderful. Mm. And you can, you can write them down. You can, you can take this opportunity to do a writing practice. You can create an image, you could sing them, you could just speak them. But the, the key is to really stop in that moment and then take, take the, you know, some teachers like Tara Brock talk about taking a U-turn, you know, it's like, stop it in the moment, take a U-turn and come back with, uh, you know, counteracting it with five things about yourself that are unique and wonderful. Mm, I love that. Ooh, that's good. Thank you. And I'm going to start practicing that more too. (laughs) I think I will too. I think I will too. And we may even, you know, fingers crossed, be able to make a a small video for that and put that on the old Mm. Instagram on our socials. Nice. I think that would be awesome. So I guess that's the end of our comparison despair. Uh, well, so. not the despair itself. <laughs> let's not hope necessarily. so. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> but if it comes back around, I'm going to re-listen to this so I can give myself yes. a pep talk. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in again, for finding us and listening. And we will see you when we see you. And don't forget to please offer a review, a rating, whatever platform you're listening to us on. If you could leave something there uh, in terms of rating or review, it really helps us. So thank you. Absolutely. Please visit us at creativenectarstudio.com on our Instagram page. We'd love to see you there. Yes. And until next time. Until next time. Be well, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.